How are you doing? How was your weekend? Good. All right, let's do the show. Cool. All right. I don't need to know more. Great. Shut up. Let's talk. Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am your co-host, Edwin. And I'm your other co-host, Sam. And for the last seven days, I have challenged Edwin to play Tales of the Tiny Planet. Oh, yes. It is the physics-based puzzle game with planets. Can you read the description? Because I don't have my phone with me today. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The description from the App Store is as follows. Tales of the Tiny Planet tells the story of a planet searching through the galaxies for his lost friends. Mm, everyday sexism there, default mm-hmm. male. You have the ability to manipulate the world elements to guide him safely through the galaxies in this physics-puzzle-adventure. Full stop. Will the missing planet be behind the next portal? Find out, beat the high-dash score, or complete with your friends in this new physics-puzzle! Exclamation point. I feel like there were a bunch of lies in that description. The fact that it's physics and puzzle and has planets. And has pla- and the world elements. You control world elements. I mean, you do kind of control the world elements. <sighs> <laughs> no, 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 oh, news. Okay. Last week, I spoke a little bit about Destiny 2. I know that enthralled and excited everyone. I've only just come out of my coma. So. We're going back for a second round. This week, the news is that Destiny 2. Did you iron some banners? Is coming out. Oh. For the PC. What were you playing it on before? The PS4. So generally, Destiny has been a console-only game. Right. Now that it is available for the PC, I think some people are excited. Some people are might not be too excited because... Yeah, why would you not be excited about that? Who are these fools? Because there are more in-depth games for the PC that are available. So people feel like Destiny boils down some of the elements that you'd normally find in regular MMOs. And also, actually, this... I was reading this point because I've got a little bit obsessed with watching live streams of PUBG, but they are, because that's PC only right now. I was reading something about the plans to port it to console. But of course, with a console, you only have like eight mm-hmm. or nine buttons. Right. Whereas with a keyboard and mouse, like actually that's kind of an inferior, if you're playing head-to-head battles, using a game's console is actually limiting when playing against the keyboard and mouse. So that's my Destiny 2 update. So it's coming out for the PC. I okay. m- yes, might be getting it. play it. The thing is... The, the character that I've built up so far for the PS4 cannot be ported over. Monster Factory style? No. Oh. They all look beautiful and gorgeous. Um, well, that's no fun at all. <laughs> cannot, cannot have a hulking mess skateboarding <laughs> unlike the last Monster Factory. I, I've already made a lot of progress on the PS4. I'm still debating whether, whether or not I want to make that same progress on the PC. But it is a lot easier for me to just dip in and out of on the PC, I feel, because that is where I sit to do some of my work. Right. Anyway, yes. hey family, I'm just going to do some work. <laughs> when you're playing on TV, it's my wife listens to the show. Don't give her away any secrets. <laughs> Other bit of news is that Spotify is doing an extra life this year in uh, November 4th. What is this, then? Extra Life is raising money for Children's Hospital by playing games for 24 hours straight. Wow, even I don't have a sarcastic response to that. Yeah, that sounds fun. It is fun. Uh, it is a lot of planning. But this year, we actually got a couple of really good sponsors. So X, Microsoft is, has sent over an Xbox. And also, SteelSeries has uh, donated a lot of headsets and mice for us to give away. Wow, this sounds like a legitimate enterprise. It is a legitimate fundraising opportunity for us. Awesome. Well, so, for the children. For the children. So we're going to be playing on November 4th. Um, I will probably let you guys know on the show notes what the channel to look out for. 
on Twitch. Oh, to follow along. To follow along. To watch Spotify's sleepily play games for 24 hours. Yes. Nice. We will have some events like we might actually play PUBG. Ooh. We are going to have a Smash tournament. Nice. Will there be naps? There will be naps had by me. <laughs> So how does the system work in terms of raising money? You, the viewers donate? or The viewers will be donating. Okay. Hopefully they'll be donating. Mm, of course. You can donate if you want to. Friends and family donation is more than welcome. Links in the show notes? Links in the show notes. Uh, so we're starting, the, the pages are open now to accept donations. Um, we have a pretty modest goal. But the idea is that they'll be watching along as we play these games. And then if they feel so inclined as to donate to Children's Hospital... Uh, they can do so. Is there like a game tournament that's like the the highlights that you do the peak time of the stream? Yeah, we feel like the peak time probably is going to be the Smash tournament. So Smash is a Nintendo game okay. where you fight each other. It'll be a bracketed tournament. We punch them up the bracket. Exactly. We're going to smash the, you can smash each other's faces. Which you always want to do with your co-workers. Right. <laughs> Much like PUBG. <laughs> Except without a frying pan. So... Uh, November 4th is the day. Maybe mark it on your calendars. Tune in. Links will be in the show notes on which channel to watch. It's um, on Twitch? It will be on Twitch, yes. Okay, You'll be there. I might be there. I will be there. I'll be hosting the event. MC Sam. M-C-E. My last yes, name is okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Took me a second. Yep. Yeah. You got it there. You got, I, saw, I saw you come around. You'll be in charge of choosing great games for them to play, just like you were in charge of choosing a great game for us to play this week. <laughs> And the great game in question, quote unquote great game, is Tales of the Tiny Planet. I like how you brought that back around. Thanks a lot. So you had some issues with the description of this being a physics-based puzzle game with planets. Right. I just feel like it is a game that was made. <laughs> it is definitely a game that was made, yep. <laughs> and there were some puzzle-like elements okay. <laughs> strewn about. <laughs> And then, and then the theme maybe retrofittedly put on saying like, yeah, let's make it planet based. Let's, you know, let's just put in the planets in there. Let's talk about a black hole. And, you know, it can be about planets. <laughs> right. The fact that, yes, a, a circular thing goes into a hole. Right. And there's a universal gravity, which. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like okay. planets yes. don't fall down in space. <laughs> the fact that they're planets absolutely makes no sense. So how do you play this game? You are moving a ball, mm -hmm. a.k.a. planet. Well, in fact, you move the world elements as the uh, description right. has it. So yeah. the ball is going to be moving through gravity. Um, there are going to be some You're right. platforms. There's no gravity in space. Oh, man. That really bothers me. That didn't bother me while I was playing, but I mentioned it. That's a complete, yeah. Oh. There are some platforms. Literally, there is no gravity. The planets all make their own gravity. Okay. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, okay, I'd like this game a whole lot less now. So, sorry. Sorry to burst your planet bubble. <laughs> You've punctured the iron sphere. <laughs> Not the Iron mm. Banner. Oh, God. Essentially, this is kind of like a Rube Goldberg puzzle. Oh, very good description. Yes, game exactly that. Yeah. Where you have to move one ball from one end to the other end. And that is essentially a level. Now, yes. how you do that, uh, you do it by pressing on one singular button. I don't think there's even a button. It's just you tap the screen. Yeah. And it will move all of the elements that are controllable by you at the same time. Now, the elements on a level could either be a platform that goes up and down, or it could be a platform that goes from up to down, right? Lots of up and down. Or up and down, right. So <laughs> what I'm saying is like a puzzle could have its resting state on the top, and then as you press, it goes down. Otherwise, a platform could have its resting state on the bottom, and as you tap, it goes up. 
right? Yeah, so there's a bunch of different things. There's sometimes like a lever, right. a pinball-style lever, or like a little rotating thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, a little like a water wheel, essentially. A windmill, a, if you will. A windmill, yes, exactly. What else? Uh, a bucket that tips forward and back mm-hmm. to catch the planet. Yeah, like an L-shape uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, brackets. Because, you know, they're so available in space. Like, you right. see these L-shaped <laughs> brackets and platforms in space all the time. It's like a Dyson, Dyson bucket. Yeah, and whenever I see it, I think, oh, yeah, that's a great world element <laughs> that I can control. So, yeah, so essentially each level will will have you move the ball from one end to the other by controlling these elements. And, yeah, it's a one-tap thing or one-finger-press thing, holding thing. Oh, my God. Did you ever play in my youth? There's, a, there's like a tabletop game where you would have to get like a ball bearing across a series of obstacles which you controlled with one, with one button. Oh, no, what was that? There was wasn't one button. There was one game called Labyrinth, but there were two knobs on the sides of each mm. side of each box. Screwball Scramble. Oh no! Right. I'm, I'm going to have to look this up. Oh my gosh, this is Screwball. If you yeah, for UK listeners, Screwball Scramble. So UK listeners of a certain age, shall we say, uh, Screwball Scramble was. Oh my gosh, it was pretty much this game really. Like you had a ball bearing, you had to like get across. Oh yeah. A flippy ladder thing, and then you had to get on like an unstable table. And then over, and then shoot it through a hoop. This game is still available. Oh, damn. Screwball Scramble. I was initially going to say, is it a Tommy game? It is not, in fact, a horrific breakfast food served at a Jersey diner. Although, I'd probably go for it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so if you want the uh, physical manifestation of this game, uh, check out the link in the show notes to uh, this Screwball Scramble. So aside from your qualms uh, about the the world that is created and the feasibility of... uh, of how you could move a planet with levers. Uh, how do you find the gameplay? Agreeable. Mm, like it's, yeah. you know, like nice, nice level based gameplay where if you have like a minute or two, you can easily get into a level, attempt it, maybe even finish it, move on to the next one yeah. before you flush the toilet, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry, that was yeah. rude. And crass. <laughs> I apologize. I expect nothing more or less. <laughs> A way to measure your progress or to keep you coming back is that you discover new planets mm-hmm. after, jeez, mm, maybe 10 levels. So you start off with like a red planet and then you yep. find a yellow planet, then a blue and then a brown. Uh, how many planets did you find? I found the blue planet. Good. And that's it. <laughs> so just the one more planet after the initial. Okay. But tell me, did, did you finding the planets actually do something? Like... Uh, well, you got the level changed, or like some of the mechanics available changed. Yeah, so but they the, kind of got different. But no, the, it's just the color changed. So maybe that could have been a little different, right? Like if they actually built in personalities for this planets, maybe like one rotates a certain way, maybe mm. one is more bouncier. Yes. Right? I can see yeah. how that could actually make the gameplay a little bit more exciting rather than just introducing new elements or for you to control as like levers or knobs or doohickey mm. flip-flops, right? <laughs> yes. So you were saying personalities. Yeah. I have to say, this game is so cute. It is. This is, all, I'm going to say, this is almost too cute. Like I had to turn off sound effects because the sound effects are so cute. It kind of just like destroyed me inside somehow. <laughs> We're just like, oh God, it's so cute. Make it stop. Yeah. The the cartoony faces on the planets are actually right. really well done. Yeah. and they, Nothing planetary about this at all. <laughs> I share your frustration. But they, they actually so emote as they're like, oh, you know, falling to their impending oh. doom or like right before they pop. Like you can see them have like a concerned look. Oh my God. That's so cute. Too much cuteness. 
Two as cuteness overload. Yeah, the wrapper around the game elements was actually really well done. Rapper? Yeah, like Parappa? the theme. Parappa, oh. Parappa the rapper. <laughs> okay. With a W. <laughs> With a W. He works in your local mall. <laughs> Wraps your presents. Yes. So I found all of the planets and got to the section where it said coming soon. Because mm. I suppose they have a two dot style release new levels every few weeks or something. So um, I played this game quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, this game was one ninety nine, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, and so weren't hindered by any sort of ads or upsells. Yeah, absolutely. Super easy to play. Very dippable. Dipping dots. Mm-hmm. You just dip right dipping in. Planets. Dipping planets. The one tap play mechanic I thought was clever. Like it does, because different elements move at different speeds. Mm. So sometimes it's a bit of a challenge to tap and hold at the right time or not. I found the difficulty was pitched pretty perfect for, for me. Yep. Like I found it just challenging enough that I would take a few a few goes to try, but not get bored. Did you ever have to revisit some of the old levels because you didn't have enough stars? Yes. Okay. I did a few times. Yeah. So in order to find, so you can find a new planets, but in order to play with the planets, you have to get a certain number of stars to progress to the next Right. And each level galaxy. gets you three stars by, depending on how quickly you finish that level. Right. And this is judged by a sperm on the top of the screen. Yep. The sperm counter. Yeah. Oh God. It really is. How, why is it a sperm? I don't understand. Well, it's it's technically just a circle with like a squiggly line well, next to it right now. and like stars underneath it. But yeah, sometimes, and I guess I appreciated this more than I didn't appreciate is that in order to solve the puzzle with three stars, you have to do something a little bit crazier than what is expected for you to do right, on that level. Yeah. Like rather than using the the lever or like the, the elevator element to lift up the ball, Maybe in order to get the three stars, what you have to do is you have to like just tip it over in a way that it shoots the ball out to the side and that gets you to your goal quicker. Right. Right. Yep. You had to be a little bit more creative in order to get to the three stars in some occasions, which I kind of appreciated. I did have some qualms about the UI design. So you have a big white button to start the game on the home screen, press play. Yes. And then you go to the next view and that's where you have to select the planet. And there's a big white button that says back. I get it, yeah. The thing you want to do 80% of the time, you know this, should be the most prominent thing on screen. So I want to tap the big button to play the game. There shouldn't be a giant big button saying back. back. Yeah. (laughs) When actually you have to tap on the planet. Yeah. So the number of times I would scroll through to the planet I wanted to play and then tip back was, oh my God. Yeah, it's like basic UX 101. Yeah, agreed. This is Outside uh, of like the, the art style, like there were some things where it did feel a little tricky. And that, that button, I think, is a clear example. That's so strange that you call that up because I actually didn't notice it. Who's but the, who's the now designer that, here? Now that you mention it, yeah, it's totally a backwards pattern. Should we get to the three by threes? Let's do the three by threes. Okay, I enjoyed uh, the one tap play. Thought that was, that was actually quite a nice mechanic. They did a reasonably good job with making it interesting enough. Elements moved at different speeds so that it wasn't just... The simple tap, you kind of have to think about, oh, should I, how long should I hold this for to rotate this? But then that changes this element over here a little bit, so I need to get a balance between the two. Oh, that's pretty clever. There were a good sense of discovery as to like what exactly the button did per level, which is also a point of my frustration. Like I, I do agree like it should be like one button gameplay. And I like the puzzle. Like This is where I'll get into like the negative elements a little bit. Sure. But the one button for me caused a lot of confusion. Not in the sense where like I didn't know what to do, but just some frustration in some of the gameplay. 
But isn't that part of the puzzle? That is part of the puzzle. Is it if it's is it really a puzzle? <laughs> exactly. That's the point that I'm getting to is that um, there weren't really puzzles in a way that you say, aha, Eureka, like this puzzle I have solved. It's more like, okay, I messed up that time. Now I'm going to get it right because I know how to do it. Right. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily. I understand the decision. Right. Yeah. 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 I found the difficulty about rights for me. Mm -hmm. I think perhaps you have a different opinion or experience of that, but I found that like, oh, do it three or four times. And like, okay, now I see the thing I have to do. Whether that's a puzzle or not, I absolutely understand your point. And it's probably not a puzzle. It's just like a learning experience right? rather than puzzle. Yeah. But it was enough that it held my interest and I didn't get too frustrated. Or there was one very difficult level that took me a while in the yellow, with the yellow planets. But I, I, I overcame. Yeah. I, I kind of felt that you might like this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. That, that totally is a compliment. Like I think... I think the fact that they were level based and it allowed you to to have some sense of progression. You know, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. you know, I, I understand why people like it. I also like it as well. Um, but I think generally I kind of found this game to be a little boring. Yeah. Um, bad points is too cute. This is way too cute. <laughs> to, uh, I, yeah. Uh, my cutometer blew up and I had to like just turn off everything. And even though, if you, even if you do turn off everything, it still goes boop when you when the planet rolls <laughs> yeah. over it'll switch which I'll permit but yeah it's like the faces uh, it's, just, it's, too, it's too cute I can't really describe it right but there's something it was just too cute yeah I did really like the artwork I actually put that as a positive is that the artwork is nice and clean um, nothing was really confusing from like the interface uh, yeah. like even the buttons I didn't really have an issue with <laughs> yeah um, I liked it when the ball went into the black hole Oh yeah, so it's kind of yeah, like, it a like a nice little satisfying easy uh, animation. Yeah, like it sort of things when things go into the drain, it's kind of satisfying to watch. Like your life's hopes and dreams. Yeah, exactly. That was bleak. Sorry. In <clears> terms <throat> of the negative aspects, this wasn't puzzly enough for me. You're a puzzle head. It's it's just like going through the motions uh, and understanding how it works. And there was some frustration built into it because like you feel like you got it. And because it was sort of physics-based, it's not 100% sure that even if you do it the next time around, it's going to work that way because maybe you just knocked it on like that one corner and it messes things up. <laughs> and you're just like, in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, should, it should work, but for some reason, like I just found that a little bit frustrating. There is literally nothing planet-like about these planets. <laughs> to your point earlier, there is no reason this is a planet at all. Nothing planetary about this. Yeah. Why is there gravity that pulls planets down. Oh my God, that really bothers me now. There's, <laughs> why is there a smiling face? It squishes. It just like... It blows up and turns into water droplets. It blows up and turns into water droplets. It like, it it's, has a face on it. It goes squeak. It's, nothing about this is a planet, except that it's round. Yeah. That is the only thing that the characters share with the planet is that they're spherical. Well, circular. This is a 2D game. You know, if you're going to do it for the theme, like I get it. Like it's super cute theme, but I feel like there's so many other themes that it could have used. It didn't behave like planets at all. Like even when there were two planets, like when I finally got to the the puzzle where oh, you, you had to control oh, two. two planets. Yes. Um, I thought it would do something planet like, like maybe like be there'd be some sense of attraction for each other. Oh yeah. Where they'd be kind of sticky. Right. Um and they'd I thought be in that orbits was of each other. Yeah, something like some that. Some kind of pl- interplanetary spatial physics. But no. Right, but no. 
They're just no. balls. Yeah. And then there's evil black planets later in levels that you just touch them and then you turn to droplets and blow up. Yeah. You know, questionable. My other complaint is that's the button design there. Not huge, but just, you know. It did get in the way. It seemed like it got in the way yeah, a like, lot of times. Uh, probably a dozen times. Mm. I'll just go, right, let's play. Let's play. Oh, wait, no, that's the back button because yeah. it's a big white button. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it just being like a different color might have helped you. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, back should not be a giant white button in the bottom of the in screen. In the center, yeah. yeah. Right, so final score, Edwin. Final score. Oh, I played this a lot. This is going to be a six out of seven for me. Wow. Because I completed it. Nice. Oh. Uh, three out of seven for me. Wow, three days and didn't even get to the second world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That says a lot, doesn't it? This rating scale is amazing. <laughs> the more I think about it, it's just so brilliant. <laughs> So we have just reviewed Tales of the Tiny Planet. We have. That is our fourth game for the month of October. So now we have the privilege of selecting the game of the month for October. Remind me of the games. Dragon Boom. Oh, yeah. Drag apostrophe N apostrophe Boom. (laughs) Thank you. Give its correct name. PPKP. Stranger Things colon the game. Tales of the Tiny Planet. What is your selection, good sir? You know what? It's going to be... PPKP. Mine too. Yeah. PPKP totally won me over. And in fact, after I was done with my three days of playing Tales (laughs) Tales of the Tiny Planet, I went back to PPKP. I do have a minor beef with PPKP. Okay, tell me. So in most clicker games, the way that they actually get you back into playing the clicker game is that even if you've left the game for a while and you come back, there is some sort of reward that's awaiting for you. Something that is collected on the time that you've been inactive. And, and egg apostrophe or egg comma ink period. When you went back to it, you get some money that has yes. been collected over like the silos or whatever. But in PPKP, when you go back, there's absolutely no progress. And I feel like that's a wasted opportunity. Yeah, there should be some little thing ticking over in the background. Right. Even if the car meter like fills up and you can go destroy the car. Oh, isn't there a gas? There's a gas mechanic? There's a gas mechanic, but that's just allowing you to actually play the game more. Mm, it's okay. the gas, running out of gas stops you from actually playing the game. Oh, I see. Yep. 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 Slow grower for me because I gave it a pretty low rating when I first played it. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like it. Cool. Congratulations. You get PPKP, you get the coveted game of the month prize. The game suggester of the month. Does that make sense? Game suggester. Yeah. Doesn't it? I have suggested the game. Oh, well, I was saying to the makers of PPKP oh, that they win a prize. Sorry, yeah. I was a bit oh. too egotistical. <laughs> yeah, it's not all about you, Sam. <laughs> it's, in fact, it's all about me because I get to choose a game this time around. <laughs> there it is. Um, so I've done zero preparation for this. All right. So I'm going to fall back to a tried and trusted method of what's the trending search topics mm. in the app store right now that might be a game. Let's have a look. So right now we have AMC, Walking Dead just started. So I guess people are looking for ways to stream that. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple Store is trending. Bizarre. Mm. The Walking Dead Encounter. Oh, is there a Walking Dead themed game? Let's have a look at this. I believe there are like three or four Walking Dead themed games. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not a game. That's just like a VR add-on to Walking Dead. Uh, oh, HQ Trivia is the number four. A live trivia game show. Okay. We found our game, Sam. From Intermedia Labs, we are going to play HQ-Live Trivia Game Show. HQ is the live trivia game show with cash prizes every day at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We're playing it. (laughs) Okay. 200 ratings. It has a 4.8 score. When was it released, Edwin? One month ago. Look at this happy man. He's so happy. 
because he gets to play a live trivia game show with cash prizes. Okay, I'm getting this. This is interesting. You can actually get live prizes. This is what you're saying. This is what it says there, yes. Did you so, did you just read the description? I mean, the description is two sentences. Okay. Do you want to re- read a review from another person? A very highly reputable JM Jax 12. I love HQ! Exclamation point. Seriously so fun and addicting to the point where I don't mind that I haven't won any money. I literally play because it's fun. That sounds like a sound endorsement. Why don't, why don't we write our own endorsements after this? That's based on our seven days to play rating. Oh, we should. Oh, I have to add your phone number. Oh God, I don't like it already. It's really <laughs> asking my phone number just to play a damn game. Let's check out this privacy policy. Riveting information. <laughs> this is. Oh yeah, well, you don't have your phone either. Okay. All right, Sam. All right, I yeah. shall download it. Looking forward to this. I like, I like quiz games. All right, play along with us at home. Um, but before we go, things of the week. And then my favorite segment within a segment is Sam's all watching the Orville. <laughs> I have watched five more <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, I say five more episodes, geez, or episode five. Okay, five more minutes. No, episode, episode four. Five more minutes. <laughs> and then immediately turned it off uh, one more time. Okay. <laughs> do we need to do this again next week? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. But let's check back in next week. Okay. We'll see if I've made any, any more five minute progresses. Yeah, how bored are you in the next seven days? <laughs> Maybe based on this game, With you might be like so bored. The Orville. Yeah. <laughs> For my things of the week, I've listened to a podcast called Dirty John. Dirty John. Yeah, six episodes, about 30 minutes each. This has got a bit of a buzz about it. Yeah, it's very serial-like. Um, it's from the Los Angeles Times. Mm-hmm. In, in conjunction with Wondery. In conjunction with Wondery. Podcast production nerds out there. Yeah. We love that kind of detail. <laughs> sort of chronicles this con artist. Uh, his name is John. And he's a little bit dirty. Mean and, and he's a little bit dirty. Or he's received the nickname Dirty John for certain reasons. Oh, I see. Yep. That is explained in the podcast. Very, riveting. Like mm. I enjoyed my, my listen through... Nice. Did you finish it? I did. Oh, six well done. Episodes, you yeah. can finish a podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> Just the ones that are like six episodes. Right. So you go, I, this is manageable. Yeah. Uh, I listened to I'm about 20 minutes into the first episode. Yeah. So far, I'm enjoying it. I do notice the narration in a way that I don't notice the, or I didn't notice the narration in like a serial or more perfect or S-Town. Like there's something about the you just realize what a great job Sarah Koenig or Brian from S-Town or Jad Abumrad do in terms of narrating in a way that mm. is obviously a script, but you don't notice that they're reading. Right. Whereas I felt like this in that is first definitely episode, you're like, a written this narration. is a guy. Yeah. And of course they all write the scripts ahead of time, but mm-hmm. here I'm like, oh, this is a guy reading a script. Yeah. Not in a way that's off-putting, but I just definitely just noticed that he's reading. It did seem like he's not really from radio. Do we know who the host is? He's, I, from my take, from my understanding, I think... It is a reporter from the LA Times. I felt that he was more used to writing. Yeah. And this is sort of his first take as to actually producing a podcast by like reading. This is where we his find writing. out that actually he's had years in public radio. But yeah. Yeah. I still, and it's not bad. I don't think it's a, no. I wouldn't, doesn't stop me from listening. It's totally enjoyable. But I still, like, oh, that's interesting. You know, you just yeah. appreciate how great some of the other shows are. So while you didn't think the narration was that great, I felt like the writing was a lot better. In this aspect, it just has proper beats that I feel carry the story along in ways that's insightful from like uh, the way like a normal article is written. Mm, I did notice it is very LA because it's 
she picks up her Chanel handbag and she's wearing her Gucci pumps. And it's like, why are you dropping these like weird designer names in? That's LA. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking forward to uh, reading the rest of it. Reading? Listening. Reading with my ears. (laughs) Ear reading, I call it. I'll be doing my ear reading for the rest of the week on this show. So looking forward to it. Yeah. And then let me know what you think because it'd be good to discuss this. Okay. I have a couple of things of the week. And actually both, and neither of them are podcasts or TV shows or movies. Are you, can you believe this? My first thing of the week is making what I'm calling, I think someone else called it a drip chart. Gross. <laughs> no, it's helpful. It is making a list of all the recurring payments you have set mm. up on your bank account. Isn't there an app called Acorns or something like that? There is probably something like that. Yeah. Uh, right now I just have a Google spreadsheet that I'm calling a drip chart just because I realize I'm probably subscribed to a lot of stuff that I've forgotten about. Last weekend, I took the opportunity to comb through my bank statements and go, okay, right, what's the recurring payments? I'm like, oh, I found a whole bunch of stuff that I'm mm. no longer using. And, you know, I'm paying like 200 bucks a month for these subscription services, a bunch of which I can definitely cull or get rid of. So yeah, I think call. it's just good, like financial hygiene, shall we call it? Yep, Mary condoing your bank statement. <laughs> right, it did bring me joy. It did not spark uh, a certain something in your heart as you held it close to your chest. <laughs> right. And is this done through an app? Nope, this is me just going through my bank statements. And then putting it to a Google spreadsheet. Putting a Google spreadsheet, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's an app for this somewhere. Yeah, I believe it's called Acorn. Let me check. Or Mint probably does it or something like that. Yeah, yeah Mint does it by itself. Because you can um, input your bank account. But sometimes it doesn't catch everything. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, you kind of need that. Because it wasn't there the uh, unbounce result of that super shady email system, but that would uh, remove you from certain email lists. And then sell that data back to competitors. But you need that for your bank account. Right. So it's not acorns, but it does have a squirrel on it. (laughs) Okay. Okay, join us, listeners, while we listen to Sam searching for something with a squirrel on it. Is it called squirrel? Yeah, it's called squirrel app. (laughs) (laughs) So it is... Looking uh, for those nuts. Yeah, it's... You put them into buckets. And so you know how much you're spending uh, in terms of... Essentially making, yeah, like the recurring subscriptions. Nice. All right. So yeah, check that. I will put a link to that. But I'm still going to call mine a drip chart. <laughs> it was just dripping money out of my bank account. Gross. Second thing of the week is an app that's been around for a long time, but I've uh, installed it recently. It's called Bartender. Because Sam, right now, how many tiny icons do you have on the top right of your screen? One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. One blank one, nine, 10, 11, oh 12. Well, that's including the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and speaker, and Absolutely. airport. So Bartender, for $15 single payment, will condense everything into a single icon, oh, which is Why so is that beautiful. even $15? Because it brings you joy. Okay. It brings your eyes joy. I guess that And there's sense. a 30-day trial, so try it ahead of time. But I've used it, and I am a big fan, because I spend... 90% of my day looking at a computer screen and just getting rid of this useless crap on the top of the is beautiful. So we'll put a link to that. I do have a question. Is the sure. icon retina? Yes, okay. it is. It is just three dots. Oh, it's just three dots. Great ah. game. <laughs> Horrible game. <laughs> All right. And that concludes this week's show. Play along with us at home. HQ dash live trivia game. Uh, tweet us your game suggestions at seven days to play. And don't email us. Also, we're now on Spotify if you ever want to listen to us on oh, yes. the go without having to download anything. That's right. And those pesky downloads, like, comment, and subscribe. You can do neither of those things on Spotify, but you can follow. You can follow, which is kind of like a subscribe without paying. Okay. Follow us on Spotify. And we'll see you next week. Seven days to play.